The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. Do you have a desire to be famous? Do you want hordes of people screaming your name? Well, then you better make a social media profile because that's the only way it's going to go these days. G'day, guys. Welcome to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we're on with my co-host, the baddest bird in the cage, Bear Fjorda. Uh, always good to be back. We had a little, we had a what a small lull, I think, last week with the replay. So I didn't get to talk about what our upcoming things are. We can talk about some of that, but I do want to give a quick shout out to girls, guys, gays and theys. Uh, we are getting really, really close to Pride Month. So don't worry, that one time a year where everybody pretends to give a shit about you, sort of like Black History Month, oh. where everyone pretends to give a shit about, you know, other people. Yeah, it's funny. I immediately want to defend, like, yes, of course we care. But I, I see your point. I see your point. We literally dedicate a month to them or a week or a day or whatever it is, and then we just stop. Yep. So I, I see where you're coming from. And the rest of the year, from. we're dealing with shit like this, like Mr. Beast's buddy that's transitioning. Yeah, that's that's kind of a, it's not even a weird situation, but it's weird how people are reacting to that's it. That's what I'm saying for the guys, girls, gays, uh, guys, girls, gays and theys. Yeah, we're coming up on their time. And all of a sudden, you know, they're going to pretend to give a shit about Mr. Beast's friends. I'd like to remind everyone, uh, every time we use bad language on the show, we give money to the Boys and Girls Club of America, the Humane Society of America and free MMA. We swear because we care. Fuck yeah. And, you know, I'll say this. I think what he's doing is perfectly fine. I love Mr. Beast's reaction to it more than anything else, which is shut the fuck up. It's my friend. (laughs) I found the whole situation interesting. Everyone reacting to it so weird. Like, people were more supportive of Gabby Hanna's, the guy that broke into Gabby Hanna's life. Right. Than they are to Mr. Beast's mate. I hope she got help. Good oh, Lord. Gabby Hannah. Yeah, she's yeah having... that was a horrible situation. That's that was a hot mess. And then this dude's like, I'm going to go over and sneak pills into her drink. Oh, is that what happened? I yeah. thought he was just videotaping and taking her stuff. I know, which, he's doing that too. Yeah, all things considered, I wouldn't be surprised if he was touching her dog, you know? Like, just why is he there in the first place? He pretended to break down, pretended he didn't know who she was, went in, made friends. She's a very open person. Everyone I've ever met that had dealings with her says she's very nice. So she let him in, offered to help him out. She let him in. She's on drugs more than anything else. Not drugs. What was it? Psychotic breakdown. Psychotic breakdown. Sorry, I'm so used to people doing weird shit because of drugs nowadays. No. Speaking of psychotic breakdowns, uh, someone is uh, accusing Alexis of murder. So for those who don't know, Alexis is my gal Friday. Uh, My manager. She's she's her manager. His manager. Sorry, her manager? Her manager. You can be her today. Uh, It's uh, She's Bear's manager. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> is is Bear's manager, and this guy is like, has now accused her of murder and is stalking her. So she had to go deal with the police and everything else. It's really cool. Yeah, exciting times this is. You know, I had a guy request to fuck me in the ass via both phone call, text message, and uh, DM on Instagram. And Alexis has her own crazy stalker, but he thinks she's a murderer. So you know, we okay. got one. One I'm, insane I'm, crime fighter and the other one's insanely horny. Hear me out. <laughs> I have no sympathy for you. I get a guy at least once a day asking to fuck me some way, somehow. And if it's one guy, I would call it a very slow day. 
Yeah, it's at least one guy because I'm always the one guy. (laughs) (laughs) Not about you. I'm talking about like a girl on the internet. Being a woman on the internet is like running through a field of penises while someone's throwing penises at you. Like we get penis pictures every day. Can't escape it? No. You could always send them back. Oh, Alexis has a great system for that. She sends a notice and says, if you send me penis pictures, I will re I will distribute them. <laughs> and then so the next guy pictures. that sends her a penis picture gets a picture of the last guy. I thought it was genius. That's a great strategy. Mm-hmm. And she tells him it's there. It's hers. Yeah, sometimes they won't be deterred by that though. So you may have to send them a couple. It has not worked that way so far. Okay, well good. I'm very, very happy but for that. Yeah, situation. it's it's been really interesting. Being a woman on the internet sucks. And those moments, because you have such a big fan base, you have those moments where you have people that are like, ooh, baby, I wanna play with your Right. But I, I like I like the nice ones. I got a message uh, a week or two ago and it said, I only followed you because I, I thought you were really cute with a winky face. And I said, thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> with an exclamation mark. And they never replied. Obviously, they didn't get what they want out of it, which is fine with me. But, you know, I told the guy, don't message this phone. This is a work phone. There may be uh, minors who are volunteering at my nonprofit answering it. He's like doubling down, sending me penis pictures. To children. To potentially children. Okay. So the moral of this story is um, you need to punch him in the junk. Uh, I need to not ever come near him. He's insane, clearly. Yeah. I'm more concerned for my health than anything I'm, else. Well, I'm concerned because you do have a nonprofit that works with children. Right. You've now told this guy, hey, this goes to children, stop. And his reaction to don't do this, this phone, you know, this is controlled by children. Yeah. No, he's very clearly not in his right state of mind. I, I personally am more inclined to believe he just didn't care. But how it looks on paper is that he's sending dick pics to kids. So I don't know if I personally would want that out there. I don't know. Maybe he's a YouTuber. There are a lot of YouTubers just doing, doing that these clout. days. Yeah. The, no, he... no, no. There are a lot of YouTubers doing it these days where they get in trouble for uh, sending oh, pictures man. to underage. TikTokers. There yep. was a guy named, uh, I, I know it's not Huddy because Lil Huddy is someone else entirely different, but a guy similar in name. They can start with an H a hubby or hubby but yeah, he's yeah. just kind of kind of bald kind of well if you imagine what a neck beard looks like on the internet take away the facial hair and you've got pretty much that dude but he got big on tiktok and so he started to message and cultivate relationships with young said a girl girls want a batman in the streets and yes, a joker in the yes, sheets absolutely what that is the yeah. exact same man and also recently i found that i was watching the oddly enough learned it from youtube a guy who does breakdowns on police behavior found an officer who for the last 14 years has been either messaging girls from uh, online chat sites when social media became popular on things like MySpace, Facebook, and his recent Snapchat and Instagram. And he's hooking up with these 14 to 16 year old girls. I'm changing my list of people you need to punch in the junk. <laughs> Just add actually, them all. Actually, we have a guest today that would be even better than you at punching people in the junk. Oh my God, so much so. He's absolutely a killer. He's he's actually called the, the godfather of ground and pound when it comes to mixed martial arts. From what he did, he's the one who introduced it, having such a high wrestling pedigree. Uh, Mark Daniel Coleman, one of the literally one of the founders of the sport of what we do and set what he did separates us from all the sports, period. Because in every other sport, you drop someone, you have to stop. But in this sport, my sport, when you drop someone in a fight, you get to continue and attack them. And that's pretty much what he did. And he's the reason that we do that today. So what I'm hearing is I don't send you to punch them in the junk. I send our guest to go punch them in the junk. Dude, to split us up. Send, <laughs> us, send <laughs> one person one way, the other person the other way. 
Listen, to yeah, you know, this doesn't have to be a one man operation. In fact, a large portion of them, uh, I know for certain. God, who's the guy who who's the one who got arrested just, for shooting that pedophile? You need to you need to start. Hear me out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kane Velasquez. Kane yeah. Velasquez. I know he's on board with this. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> he's I, right or die. Kane, Kane Velasquez. Well, yeah, it was his kid, though. Yeah. Like Kane Velasquez got a really raw deal. Mm-hmm. Really fucking raw deal. I will say this, like. Not a lot of cage fighters tend to be friends with pedophiles. You need to start a new nonprofit. I know you like, hear me out. out. You have your like free MMA where you teach (laughs) children martial arts. Yeah. Uh, You need to have one like MMA fighters or cage fighters against pedophiles. And the whole thing is they put a cage fighter and a pedophile in the ring. No, because (laughs) I'd much rather see them. Everyone else wants that, but that's not going to solve it. I just want him to get arrested. Really? Plus, how are we going to- Hang on, hang on. Okay. uh, Wait, wait, I know how I do this. Remember when we had Sanchez on the show? Yeah, yeah. I mean, his punching power is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. He he punched him enough, the guy would never be a pedophile again. He'd never get up again. I know how we do this. I know how we do this. We we set up a sting operation, like those guys who go out to like catch a predator or whatever. Mm -hmm. They don't, but they're internet dudes. They can't get him arrested but they can amass evidence and start an investigation. So here's what we do. We hire one of those companies. They go out, they find the dude, and they give him an offer. And they're like, hey, we have all this information on you. You can either A, let us turn that we turn this over and there's an investigation. You're likely going to go to prison. Or B, you sign this release form and step into the octagon with this with this ex or former or current UFC fighter. And you let him make the decision. <laughs> It's like, we get to film it. If you go in the octagon, we're filming it. We're titling it this. We're putting it out. Here's the waiver. Tells you everything. Or it goes to the cops. Which, perfect. By the way, send it to the cops anyways. Yeah. But the it, point is, we get perfect. we get to watch them get beat And we call up. it Cage Fighters Against Pedophiles. I yes. love it. I love it. I love it. Cage Fighters Against Pedophiles. C-A-P. Number, <laughs> cap. Number, <laughs> cap. Number one. <laughs> oh, that's great. Total cap. Total cap. We're only doing it so we can hit them. Yeah. <laughs> it is total cap. We hit him and then send him off to prison. Oh, this is a great idea. Uh, please join Cap. Yeah. Please join Cap. I'm gonna hire people to do this. <laughs> I'm gonna find him. If you you should, I'm kind of into this idea. Yeah, I I, think like, I mean you're kind. I regular, don't know if I get. I don't know how legal we can get this to hear be. Hear me out. Like, but swing. your current nonprofit's kind of boring. All you do is teach children. Yeah, all I do is teach children martial arts. Well, I teach adults, whoever. But it's predominantly children. You know, you teach they teach the martial arts. Yeah, like, raising ooh. the next generation out yeah. here. That's that's boring. That's boring. There's no one bleeds. I, I tell you what, punching, <laughs> watching uh, pedophiles get the shit kicked out of them is definitely a lot more entertaining than people watching me teach children on the internet. And just say, there you go. Absolutely. So, what do y'all think? Should he start cap? Cage fighters against cage fighters against pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's an excellent idea. Oh man, I want to talk about this on my live stream, but TikTok will probably ban me because they promote this kind oh, of behavior. Speaking of pedophiles, uh, so the dude from that '70s show is on trial for rape right now. Again, was he pedophilic? I thought he no, just no, no. assaulted he's his just, coworkers. He's just, yeah. he just raped. I'm sorry women. to say it but like to that. show up, at, but they had one of the women had been molested by another guy at the Sea Org. Yeah, and he's friends with Danny Masterson. Oh, of so they so so Scientology. So this Scientologist comes into the um, courtroom. Yeah, this guy that molested her to sit and stare at her while she's giving oh, testimony. So this guy that molested her came in. This dude from South Africa came in to intimidate her while she's giving um, testimony against Danny Masterson. Wow. So I'm like, okay, sign. So Scientology sounds great. Like you get molested at Sea Org, then you grow up and you get raped by Danny Masterson. The worst part about this. May as well stay. I mean, I was well, raised Catholic. Yeah. Like we had enough complaints. At least it just happened to the boys. I, 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 I'm kidding. That was a joke. 
bad choice of words on both our parts. It's not the worst part, but a terrible part is there's already a statistic out there that says if you're assaulted once, you're more than likely going to get assaulted again. And that's just proving that point, you know, and it's so unfortunate that she fell into a cult. She was assaulted, likely got out of that cult just for another member of that cult to do it again. I think he was a moral, part of Scientology, you, wasn't he? Is it, yeah. yeah. Why, why is it that every time someone starts a cult, the first thing they do is rape people? No, the first thing they do is take away sleep. Second thing they do is tell all the men, I personally have to bear the burden of sex with all the women. <laughs> and then for some reason, these dudes fucking believe it. And they're like, yes, please stick your dick in my wife. <laughs> that's right. That's what happened. Often. And then he molests kids. That's, that's the right. that's, step that's three. That's, that is the order. That is the order. Because you got to start with the adults and then you work your way down. I don't know how I know there's a, a thing with the the crowd and the herd mindset where you just kind of get sucked into it and you don't think about it. And then suddenly your kids are getting diddled by your grand poobah or whatever. And it's just baffling to me. But here's the thing. If someone comes over to you and goes, hey, um, I'm going to sleep with your partner here. Yeah. No, <laughs> we're not joining you. First off, <laughs> I think how they get them is they, they, they take away sleep, right? They make them delirious and yeah. then they feed them full of drugs. Yeah. And then they tell them all this crazy shit and they're like, man, this sounds great, but you're high on LSD and methamphetamines at the time. Yeah, that's that's pretty much how brainwashing works. Aye. Now, just hear me out. Like, I'm not I'm one that if someone was like, OK, join my church and I will have sex with your child. Yeah, I don't think you can put that on like a flyer. <laughs> you know, they're not going. No one's going to join if That's what you say. You got to sell them on something else. You know, well, they have a good sell. Without us, you will rot in hell for all eternity. I am the one true God. I mean, that's how the dude in Waco did it. Yeah, that's true. Or now with Scientology, it's join us so you won't be successful. Join us so you can't have this career. Well, I wonder how it's many because young all people... Scientologists are rapist-enabling pedophiles. I would like to encourage Scientology to please sue me for the 40th time. They never sue me. I keep telling Scientology to sue me. Man, if they even hear this, like I'm not saying they won't. I'm not saying they don't catch it. I'm saying it willingly them. hear this. Even I've sent it to them. If they willingly hear this, they're not going to make that move. I know. I keep. I keep, see. Here's the thing. I keep saying it's a part of their religion to have um, Tom Cruise perform fellatio on David Miscavige. Yeah. Because then it would be on my burden to prove, which means they'd have to prove up the the rules of their church. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, uh, they just won't sue me. No, they, I keep trying. It's it's like with any cult leader, any or any issue there, they can't go. They can't go to court. You know, you can't. They don't want to take you to law, to court. They don't want to sue you. They rather settle or pressure you, because that way get it gets you off their back. No pressuring me doesn't work. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to disagree with that one. the The only person they could actually use against me is Tom Cruise, and I think his contract with Paramount's ended. Well, even so, would it be worth it with the press you get? I wouldn't fuck with Tom Cruise. A little bit. I'd fuck with Tom Cruise. I like Tom Cruise, but he's involved in some shady shit. I can't watch Tom Cruise movies anymore. I just can't. <laughs> yeah. I see. I see like Mission Impossible. Everyone's like, oh, it was fantastic. And I thought, but it's got Tom Cruise in it. <laughs> like, how are you going to watch it? Yeah, it's well, I've had an issue with Tom Cruise ever since he uh, took the kids away from Nicole Kidman. Yeah. And it's not that I'm Australian and biased against him because, you know, I'm totally in favor of her, which I am. Um, <laughs> which I definitely am. Yeah. It was just, it was it's kind of so many other reasons. Oh, yeah. then, you know, and then uh, Katie Holmes did it to him with sorry. So. Oh, she took the kids from him. Good. Very smart woman. Yeah. Yeah. Because he wanted the kid to join the Sea Org. And she's like, yeah, we're not doing this. No, but, like, clearly but not with how many kids are getting molested in the Sea Org. And they, they don't believe in medication, but don't worry. They let her hold this magic stick to help her concentrate during childbirth. So it didn't hurt. Wait, wait, wait! If a magic have, stick yeah. to concentrate if, on. Hear me out. If we, if we, 
if we have a baby together and you hand me a stick yeah. rather than drugs, I will beat you to death with, with the stick. stick. <laughs> the stick will be used in ways you can't imagine. <laughs> Give me the epidural. I'm sorry. I get to hold a magic stick. It's like he, he, the doctor gives you a stick. Sir, if you don't give me my drugs, I'm going to show you what it feels like to give birth in reverse with this <laughs> stick. That's that's where it's going. Uh, so shout out to Danny Masterson. No, don't shout out Danny Masterson. I hope, I, I hope Fuck you, you Danny Masterson. Is it Masterson or Masterson? Danny Masterson. How do, yeah, but you sound like you're putting an R in there for no reason. Master. I am Australian fool. Can you say it like you're from California? Masterson. Thank you. Danny Masterson. Fuck you. No, no, no. Shout out to Danny Masterson. I am so pleased all of your good works are now going public. Yeah, all of your good works. I'm just saying, we all need to be known for yeah, something. Yeah, all of your charity, freely giving your cock away to whoever didn't want it. Yep. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's kind of like when they give you the watchtower. The watchtower? Yeah, oh, yeah. that little pamphlet from, yeah. the, uh, from the Mormons? No, is that that's what it not is? The or Jehovah's Witnesses? Yeah. Jehovah's Witnesses. It's like that. You never that's how religious I am. want to, like not be rude and take it his was the opposite it didn't matter what they wanted i you know, i equate the uh the jehovah's witnesses to the same people who go around asking me if i want solar they're just, they're just selling a product they're that's just it. selling that's it I have a problem with religion give them water and say i don't want aside, i believe in god i think religion can be a wonderful thing i know you don't mm -hmm. i don't think it's bad i think in in moderation everything's okay but when you take it to an extreme everything can be awful for you I think atheism in extreme circumstances is terrible because then you end up becoming a very hateful person. You're mad at everybody. What's the point of what's the point of existence? What's the point of doing anything? There's no end goal. I just die and go to and rot in the dirt. So everything in moderation is good, but you know, extreme amounts is where we have trouble. And I think that any churches that indoctrinate you to allow Danny Masterson to get away with rape not it, good. is considered extreme and culty. I'm curious why uh, Scientology is not on trial for this. Guys, we are going to go to break. When we come back, we are going to be on with Mark Daniel Coleman, the godfather of ground and pound in the MMA world, Summer. Bear's very excited about this. I didn't know who the guy was. I looked him up and all I got from it was his heart. And then I got a 45 minute <laughs> diatribe from Bear explaining everything this guy ever did. So he's really excited. I think the guy's hot. I think it'll be a good time. So who's, the, uh, who's the lead from Fast and Furious? Oh, Vin Diesel. He looks almost, he looks like a buffer Vin Diesel. He's a, definitely a buffer Vin Diesel. Yeah. We'll be right back after this. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Racers and Rental Cars is the program for wannabe pro racers and those interested in the racing profession and automotive industry. Join hosts Cameron Ferre and Don O'Neill as they take you behind the scenes with previews and review for race day. It's about the business as well as the fun. We've got the scoop, the guests, the discussion, and the WTF moments. All you need to do is bring your ears. Racers and Rental Cars heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. 
Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Follow Voice America at facebook.com forward slash voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my co-host, Bertus Bear in the Cage, Bear Fjorda. That's me. And I do want to give a quick shout-out to the Legacy Hotel and Spa in San Diego. Uh, we're actually going to go stay there tomorrow before Comic-Con. Oh, excellent. Yeah, the night of Comic-Con. Which Legacy I, Spa, that sounds it's awesome. Brand, it's actually Honestly. brand new. It's brand new, so brand I'm new. excited. Yeah. Okay, for sure. And then Tiny Bubbles Hair Salon, thank you for making me red carpet ready. Uh, I am fucked without you. <laughs> KMX Stens, hair extensions. They do my hair extensions, my wigs, all the shit that it takes for me to look like I'm almost a person on red carpets. And as well as Fresh Coachella for making sure that I look awesome on my red carpets. Thank you so much for okay, all that I stuff. I like an entire wig. Mine's no, no. better than yours. These guys are incredible. The way they cut my hair, they style it, the way they, like, just the, it, seriously, I love it. They have, okay. they have this gentleman there. Did two wig, like two massive wigs and extensions, and Tiny Bubbles has to put them in. Well, the guy who does my hair is a YouTuber, too, so at least I have something to connect with my person on with. Shout out to Off-Road Reynolds. <laughs> they are doing our giveaways for today. And Sandea Boutique, they did my sari for our last you event. You look beautiful. I know. You guys I can go that. check out the photos of that on my Instagram at Bear Fiorda, as well as Summer's Instagram, I believe. No, no, no. My Instagram's still broken. Alexa's supposed to fix that. Oh, well, at least go check it out on mine. But at least you reminded me on air that Alexis has not fixed my Instagram that she broke. Yes. Let's, let's air it out. Okay. It's just a thank you to She's me in the background. Thanks. She's yelling thanks. Well, fair Thank enough. You. Really, really well. So today we are having, so you have to tell me a little bit about the guy we're going to be having on. 
Right, right. His name's Mark Daniel Coleman. He was an amateur and professional wrestler. And I don't think professional in the sense that he went to like WWE professional. What I mean is he competed like state and beyond in wrestling itself. And he's actually one of the first people to bring wrestling to the octagon in, in mixed martial arts. In fact, a lot of people, like I said earlier, coined him the godfather ground and pound because what he would do is he would take these dudes down. He would demonstrate how effective wrestling was. They couldn't get out from under him and he would just beat the ever loving tar to them until they would submit or simply had to get they had to be pulled off because they could not continue any further. Now, uh, he I, fought I both. Say, yeah, I didn't understand anything you said, but you looked really pretty. Sane. Thanks. <laughs> he fought both here in the States. He fought overseas. He's been doing it since the early days of the UFC. I think he won both UFC 10 and 11 tournament championships. He was the first heavyweight uh, UFC champion period. So he's done uh, an incredible amount in the sport. He's really what I would consider to be a forerunner for what we're able to do today. How would you hold up against him? Not well, <laughs> not well. Um, I don't care how old this man is. He's he's literally got the wrestling pedigree. So I, I don't think I'd stack up. Like I go with my coach, Joe, right? And he, he's an excellent wrestler. Stevenson yeah, shout out to Kai. Joe Daddy Stevenson, my head coach. Excellent coach, excellent guy, wonderful person. Like you would never guess he would absolutely annihilate you should you do something he didn't like. Um, no, he's, he's not like that. Maybe <laughs> any case, but this guy, those, those two gentlemen alone, I would probably think he's at least on par with my coach, if not better, considering that's his main he's, thing. He's other coach, uh, uh, Dan Henderson, you go Dan Henderson again, another super big wrestling he, guy. So he, did he do this before Dan? Uh, he, I know he competed, uh, I know he stopped competing before Dan stopped his, uh, his reign, his okay. little thing. I don't know if he started performing. Actually, I think. Dan and him probably fighting similarly in terms of time, but I think he was already fighting on a bigger stage. Uh, Coleman was before Dan had his spotlight. You know what I mean? Had so his why time is in the wrestling so important to cage fighting? It's I'm saying I've watched some wrestling and it just looks like chair throwing and you got my girlfriend pregnant. Well, that's because you're watching the WWE, yeah. which by the way, a lot of UFC fighters, I've seen UFC fighters make cameos. Oh, in there. God, I more than cameos. They just merged. Now that's true. They're now, they are now one company. So we're going to see uh, UFC fighters in the wrestling and ring, which is kind of cool. You're gonna get all the you uh, the the WWE drama around uh, the. UFC. It has to be. We have to have it because they have to try and make it more interesting. Fight with the PFL. Uh, I I want to fight with the PFL purely because of how amazing they are to the competitors. Um, but it does appear that other organizations, not naming any names, are deviating away from the whole concept of mixed martial arts reality and what is a real fight. I'll just throw that out there and leave it. I'll leave that in the sand. People can look at it how they want. Uh, I'm sure Coleman would have some interesting thoughts on that in itself. But again, it's far as why it's so important. I, I'm a striker, right? And as a good, there's a good term you should know about, and that is a black belt in jujitsu is a blue belt when it comes to someone punching him in the face, which means someone with a lot of ground experience becomes someone with very little experience when you start hitting them. Because like Mike Tyson said, everyone's got a plan until you punch them in the face. That said, wrestling in of itself, if you can put the person on their back, put them on their butt, and you hold that control, it's very, very difficult to get free. The guy outweighs you by like 40 pounds. You punched him in the face, and he just looked upset. Now, that said, he he <laughs> had he was a lot stronger than me, so his takedowns were more effective than mine were. Hands down, absolutely. Rupert Francis, tough dude. I have since learned from my other teammates talking about training with him and from my own personal experience with him, his ground control is not as good as his ability to take me down. So he can put you on your back, but then he's got very little to do after that, which by the way, sir, I love to, I, if you're out there listening, I want you to be working on that because at some point I'm going to run this back with you. That was too good to not have a round two. But the point is wrestling itself, even looking at him, 
Sure, there was nothing on the ground. I got back up both times. But the ability to take someone down is what matters. And it's worth a lot of points nowadays when it comes to fighting. That's true. And when he landed on you, all you saw was your arms and legs sticking up from under him. He was yeah. substantially larger. Rupert was like at least 25 pounds bigger than me. And he he knew it. I knew it. But it was it was cool. We did it. We, we were there. He took it on a two days notice, which I can't thank him enough for. So uh, all props to him. But yeah, I, I think wrestling of itself is just something that you can't get rid of right now. However, when everyone kind of like how striking was it was back in the early 2000s, when everyone's got such a great wrestling game, you got to switch it up again to something else. And who knows what it's going to be? We I'm anticipating it going back to punching and kicking people, because what else could there be? But there may be some unique style of martial art that comes into play that we're just not aware of that has an edge over everything else. That's kind of the, the fantastic thing about this world of this side of our this side of entertainment being in uh, combat sports is that you never know what's going to come next. You never know what the next big thing's going to be. But doesn't that just make you guys equivalent to like daredevils? Um, it, it makes equivalent to daredevils. No, I guess because we're oh well, maybe you know, daredevils are putting their lives in their own hands to do fantastic feats of, and stunts for everyone else's entertainment, and putting some of the beating some of the dude into submission is kind of a fantastic feat. So yeah, I guess we are daredevils to an extent, or at least adrenaline junkies at the least. You're idiots. No, 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 not <laughs> idiots. No, don't think of it you like that. The face for money. But an idiot doesn't have a say because it doesn't know any better. It's our choice. Okay, so this is the I make the choice. Yes. To wrestle in underwear with another man while he punches me in the face. Yes. And this sounds like a good choice to you. This sounds like again, it, what it what it sounds like to me on paper is that. I just make poor life choices, <laughs> but it doesn't mean I'm less intelligent. It, it means I'm a bad decision maker. But it all, yeah, but if you get punched in the head enough, you will not be making good choices or not intelligent. This is why wrestling as well is so good for the sport because you hold that dude down. One, his punches are not nearly as effective as if he's standing up or on top of you. And two, the likelihood of him doing anything before you finish him is drastically lower. So props to wrestlers out there. You guys are staying safe and hopefully getting less head damage than the rest of us. Yeah, when you were doing wrestling, didn't you have to drain your ear with a syringe? Now, look, some superficial damage is expected, okay? You can get some scratches. You might get a broken nose here and there. But the point is, you're going to be okay. Okay, so funny story. Funny story. Why do you drain your ears if nobody else does? Because the rest of these guys, including this dude, yeah, I, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say this. I want to give a quick uh, disclaimer here. Clearly, this this is gonna be a big MMA episode. So, guys, you can hear a lot more from me this time around, which I know you love. I know you all love me better than Summer. So, you I just want to put that out there. Yeah, tell, tell me that. Right tell me you like better. <laughs> so, write in. Tell us which one of us you like better, and the third. The third person to DM it will get a free ride at Off-Road Rentals in Palm Springs, California. You have to do. Uh, you have to DM Twitter, tune in BTS. And I require you give an explanation too. No, you don't have to give an explanation. <laughs> yeah, I need I to know to why it's me. It's. <laughs> don't pamper his vanity. Don't pamper, but look, I there's a big thing in our community, especially here's where it started. Um, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, especially back, and this isn't where they first got cauliflower, but this is where the concept of why people want it came from. Cauliflower ear is when you have uh, basically healing fluid from your body and blood pooled together inside your ear after it takes some type of dramatic impact, be it a punch, scrape, a smash, whatever, it swells up. Now, people used to stick needles in the ears and drain it. That was more common practice. But about the 1950s, when Jiu-Jitsu came about and Jiu-Jitsu became super popular down in Brazil, you'd have guys who would get cauliflower ear and not drain it. 
right? It became a point of pride. And then you have people who did, never did training, but they would see these you know, quote unquote superstars from their home country, these big names who have cauliflower and they think, wow, I, I don't want to get choked out, but I want the ladies to think that I can choke people out. And so they would take like towels and rough materials and just rip it across their ears to get cauliflower ear. And that promoted the concept of, oh, this is popular. This is prideful. This is this means you're a man. This means you're tough. This will help you get the women out more and more until now it's nationwide. Okay, There's not out. a single okay. country in the world where there isn't somebody who thinks that that is a cool thing to do. OK, hear me out. Yeah. Um, I Brazilian women have some of the nicest backsides in the entire world. This is no, what I'm what, not surprised. Men do a lot of things for pussy, including no. mutilate their ears. <laughs> Just that's, saying. that's what I'm saying. For a Brazilian chick, like. Yeah. Okay. You have to think twice. Like, is it worth? Might be worth it. Uh, <laughs> but for me personally, I like draining them because one, I already have a woman with a beautiful backside, so I don't have oh, to worry about you. it. And two, I personally don't like the look. I think I look better with my ears as natural as possible. There are plenty of guys who agree with me. Plenty of tough dudes who really, when you drained your ear, oh, I and was, you were whining. I was said, not. Tough it. I want to keep it. I, I want to keep it. I don't want to do. That. I was. I didn't want to deal with the pain, but I knew I had to. It was one of the things where you just have to kind of complain your way through it because it really does suck to have to deal with that. That said. <laughs> It's only the needle piercing your ear that's so awful. He has when it's every day for weeks. When it's inside, when it gets to the pool inside the ear where the little, where like the, all the liquid is, no pain, super painless, easy. Only painful when you first stick it in, which is the annoying part. So I recommend lidocaine and it's something to bite down on while it's happening. Because if you shake, it's going to go to the wrong spot. You gave half the directions needed for anal sex. What? Hmm? <laughs> you don't need lubricant to do this. <laughs> If you lube up the needle, you're just putting lube in your ear. It doesn't help. <laughs> Neither does lotion. Don't I, don't I, do I'm that. Just, don't do that, I'm folks. Just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So but no, definitely. But definitely, I don't know. You're, it's, it's you're saying of, bite down on something just to deal with the pain. Mm. It, okay, I know it sounds a lot like anal sex, but the point <laughs> is, the the big deal here is that it's just a very popular look because people think it means um, you're a man, and that that's it started in Brazil. It. It escalated. Now it's all over the world. If anywhere that does wrestling or jujitsu, people have cauliflower ear and they have it because they think it's a point of pride. Well, for them, it is a point of pride. They think it makes them look awesome. It makes them look tough. And because of how prominent it is, they're not wrong. People will see cauliflower ear and think, I don't want to fuck with that guy because it's kind of well known that if your ears are screwed up, you know how to fight. What about likely, someone like you? Likely. Who's repeatedly drained your ears, but your knuckles look like you dragged them along bitumen. Well, this isn't this is not easy to see. You know, people aren't always looking at your, your knuckles. knuckles are bright red and mangled. I know, but they're not always checking out your knuckles and like, oh, hey, this guy's hands are jacked up. Or even if my knuckles weren't torn up the way they are, if I was just hitting stuff for a long time with proper padding and protection, they're not going to be like, hey, do your hands hurt every single day? Why do they like it's not going to be an investigation. But when you look at someone's face, which is most likely people are going to stare when they first see somebody. Think, think how many times you meet somebody out in the streets, not even talk to them, just look at them. You look at their face before anything else, unless they're turned around, in which case you're probably looking at their ass. So telling you right now, guys, ladies, your men are looking at the women's ass. You can't help it. It's how they identify. Uh, it's, it's how they see them. This is the first place they look if they're not facing them. If they're facing them, then it's the face, sometimes tits, but usually the face. Anyways. And when people identify that you on your it's like that, that's not good for your brand. Oh, I'm telling you the reality. No, it's okay. Um, but when people look at your face, they identify certain features about it. And that's one of the things that people look at. Like, oh, here's his ears. They look big. They look small. They're detached. They're unattached. Why are his ears inflated? Oh, he's probably a fighter. I shouldn't go screw with him. Or in those guys' minds, hey, I got these inflated ears. Who wants my dick? And they start gyrating in the middle of the street until they attract the next sex. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think that works. Maybe that not way. that last bit. No. <laughs> I, I don't think that works that way. I listen. Have you tried it? <laughs> no, but uh, having dated fighters, it's it's. I I get what these guys are saying, but for anyone that knows fighters, you aren't advertising like, look, I'm a tough guy. What you are advertising is, I require being fed every three hours. I will fall asleep if we sit still for five minutes. <laughs> I work out eight hours a day. So when I come home, all I'm going to want to do is lie down. And I hope you are good at lower back rubs. <laughs> one of my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite training partners, um, Jeff Jazzy Jefferson Creighton. He, if you looked at him and you took away the ears, right? He just had normal ears and you looked at him, his frame, his stance, everything about him. You would never think this is a threatening person. You would think that if you went to a bar and you got drunk and you had your friends with you, um, you could take this guy if you got in a fight and it'd be the absolute worst decision of your life. Like you, you, you would regret it every single, not only that, like, you know, it's funny though. You put it correctly. A lot of guys, I would just say he's going to beat you up. No, I think Jeff fully capable and fully, fully cool. with just ending someone else's life. Like Jeff kills someone in the cage. He's going to be hands up. Like, yeah, look <laughs> at me. Look at what I did. I would probably have like a nervous breakdown after the fact I'd sit there like, He's not moving. I need to leave the. I need to get out of the cage. You're trying to interview me. How do you feel about this win? I think he's dead. <laughs> Is he dead? Don't worry about that. How do you feel about your win? I'm worried. I killed him. <laughs> They'd have to get me out of there before they took him out. Anyways, but it's just it's a thing where guys see his pride. A lot of things like that exist. You know, people love their scars. People love their uh, their bumps, their bruises. They love their broken noses because to them it means I tough fixed. I know. I'm just saying when it comes to combat sports, it's seen as like a tough thing. Um, and that said, if you guys do break your nose in a fight um, and you're going to keep fighting, it's not worth it to fix it because it's just going to make it weaker. Inevitably, you might have to fix it. But if it's just a small break and you're going to keep doing it, leave it alone. You're better off. Even if you can't breathe that on one side. Who gave you that medical advice? Huh? This is not medical advice. <laughs> I'm just telling you from experience of my friends. Even I got a small break. I didn't even notice it. I just I just looked in the mirror one day and you called me out on like, why is your nose sideways? And I started looking at it like it's it's slightly turned to the right or the left. I can't remember, but it's slightly off center now. And I, and you had the prettiest nose. I still don't don't call me not pretty. You're very pretty. Thank you. But your nose was one of my favorite features. Yeah. It still can be. No? It's still one of my favorites. Yes, let's go. <laughs> All right, guys, we are going to go to break. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, Bear Fiorda, and we'll be right back after this. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on voiceamerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, 
positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But don't forget to make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. And we are, I guess, I don't know what's happened uh, with Mark Coleman. We were supposed to have him on the show. Alexis is calling him. I know she confirmed him yesterday. And so I'm a little worried. I hope everything's okay because he's not answering. So we will get back a hold of him. I'm really worried about that. Uh, You know, I'm I'm not too worried. I'm sure it was just some kind of error, mistake, or whatnot. It's not a huge deal. Now that said, if it does turn out to be that way, I will feel massively guilty because um, that's how my brain works. And for some reason, I'm I'm jinxing the situation now. But agreed. I hope everything's okay, and we look forward to having him on the show as soon as we can. Yeah, and figuring out what happened. Exactly. I am looking forward to Comic Con though. Yeah, well, we have Comic Con coming. This is what I want to talk about earlier when I first mentioned that we have things coming up. We got Comic Con Phoenix. We have Fantasia San Diego this weekend. Are we doing Comic-Con San Diego as well? We're going to just do have a... I think we're doing um, Phoenix Fan Fusion instead. Phoenix Fan Fusion instead, yeah. So for those of you who don't know, me and Summer actually go to these um, these comic book and these comic and these cartoon... I don't say cartoon. Cartoon's bad. We're basically, you know, uh, animation, I guess is a better way. Animation uh, calzone. It's not cal- I was about to call this an animation calzone. Well, it, it's an event. People go and they wear costumes and they talk differently. I know y'all know what I'm talking about. But we go there and we speak and we talk about what it's like to get your film into Hollywood, what it's like to get your ideas on the main stage, what it means to build a social media following to get these ideas out there. Because a lot of the people who come to these events write scripts, they write stories, they write fan fictions that are like movie worthy and TV worthy. And so if you guys have an idea that you want out there and you're not sure how, please Come on down. Come to uh, Phoenix Fan Fusion. If you don't have a ticket to Fantasia in San Diego this weekend, or if you do, come be a part of our seminar. Because look, it's already there. It doesn't cost you anything to walk in the door. And it's vital information if you have an idea that you want to put out there. You'll find us at the events. You'll find us in one of these special core, uh, one of their little presentation rooms. We'll have flyers everywhere for everybody. So yeah, it's worth it. Don't miss out. And again, it's free. It takes you like it takes an hour out of your day. But you have it, especially if this is worth it to you. Do you like doing the Comic-Cons? I've never asked you that. I make you do it. You make me do it. I like it from the perspective that I get to share my side of what it means and what it's like. I get to share my experiences of being picked up by major organizations to uh, do promotions and to talk about what I do as a fighter and as a personality now. It's it's so important because I think a lot of people have, like I said earlier, fantastic ideas. Guys have written full stories 
and create a new heroes that would fit so well in either DC Marvel universe or that of their own, but they don't know how to get it out there to anybody. And one of the easiest things they can do is build a social media following. I've, you know, I'm so grateful. I just hit a million followers in the last couple of weeks. I'm now uh, ascending even further than that on multiple different platforms. I have tons of support from my wonderful friends on the internet, which by the way, they're all, I like, I like to think of them as my friends just because I, I think that's what they are. They support me and they support what I believe in. And that's a friend to me. Is somebody so, that helps children teach martial arts? Will help them learn martial arts and maybe one day they teach it. I like that. Yeah. And so for me to be able to get that information out there of what I do and how it's beneficial and how to do it in the first place, it's so vital to these guys who have fantastic ideas but don't know how to get them off the floor. I agree. I think something that people miss a lot of the time when you're dealing with media is that the internet controls it almost entirely. Uh, the reason the Marvel Cinematic Universe has gotten so big is because of media. Oh, yeah, for it's sure. because of the internet, is because of that fan base. Yeah. And a lot of that comes from this push at Comic-Con. The, the flip side of that is it also got Johnny Depp kicked off of uh, Fantastic Beasts because the backing was uh -huh. Amber Heard. And then it, for some reason it kept Ezra Miller. And they made a whole movie with this fucking pedophile. Speaking of pedophiles. Ezra Miller. Yeah. He's a pedophile. He's uh he assaults people physically, sexually. He God, he's a lunatic on set, apparently. He's basically a cult leader. He is the next uh he's gonna start the next Waco. I I promise. He's gonna find a group of people. He's already done it. So at, at his um at his farm in Vancouver, he's moved multiple women in with kids, has multiple firearms up there. Oh wow, it's it's Waco. Yeah. I can't wait for them to bust down his doors. I don't want another Waco incident because those people don't deserve to die. Ezra does, but not necessarily those people. Um, but yeah, the FBI really needs to pay him a visit. It's getting yeah, out of hand. Been, he's been grooming children. What this does is it teaches people like him how much they can get away with. You know, that's the bottom line. And it's funny because I think in order to be successful in this world, there's an aspect from him that everyone needs to have. And it's that. Uh, that belief that I'm the best, I'm the most important, I need to be the center, I need to be in charge of what I'm doing. Because if you don't have a little bit of grit and a little bit of reason, like a, a little bit of that, I'm willing to push this dude off the edge for me to be on top, just a little bit, you're not going to succeed anywhere. Says the guy that punches people in the face to win. I, But that's it. I have to win in order to be successful. I have to take, I have to make sure the other guy loses. The other guy takes a fall in order for me to be on top. And it's like that in any industry you want to be successful. You're not going to become the owner of a company or work your way up a company by being nice to everybody. You're not. It's never happened. You have to be a douche either though. Here's, here's a good, here's a good thing I like to tell people. People always equate this example to that of Abraham Lincoln and how his way of becoming president was to let everyone push him in the right direction. He always follow along with what the other person said, but it inevitably helped him in the end become president. And it's not that he was a giant pushover. He had a plan. He went along with what people did and what they needed him to do because he recognized that this is what helps him in the end. So he had support, but it's not like he was, he's not like he just realized one day, oh, I might accidentally become president. Let me let my bosses know who are also trying to become president. Hey, you guys are, you guys are making it so that I'll be in charge one day. No, he let that shit happen so he can run the country. Yeah, I still think you guys are dumb. You have a two-party system. We definitely need more than two parties in this, in this country. <laughs> We're like the only one that does that. Yeah, like, it's really dumb. Yeah. You guys are just like, who do you think is less evil this time? We're the closest thing to a dictatorship that mm -hmm. isn't a dictatorship yet. Mm -hmm. But nonetheless, it's it's so important that you have that he's got that one thing that everyone needs to have to be successful. He just also happened to have like a half a dozen other things that make him a filthy rapist. He Ezra Miller, not Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> He groomed multiple girls. Uh, yes, he did. 
as young as 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a horrible man that they made a movie with. What company I know. was that again? Hang on. That, shut up. What company was it? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you're talking about DC? Was it DC? Uh-huh. Yeah, DC. Yeah, it's, 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 don't worry, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine? <laughs> no, I mean, it's not mine. I, it's, it's not, not, not Paramount, guys. We're good. <laughs> we, only sold, we only sold Deadpool and Marvel. Oh, <laughs> that hurts my everything. I hurt your point. The point is, all joking aside, um, they pulled Johnny Depp on suspicion of physical violence towards his ex-wife. Which, he by was, the way, it was mutual. Uh, yeah, uh, they, they were both abusing each other. Yeah. Like, everyone's like, Johnny Depp won. Nope, they both lost. Um, but she's a dick, and so and he and he fucked up. But they kept up. her like yeah. they they in the same universe as Ezra. Maybe mm-hmm. that's just it. If you want to be, if you want to work in Hollywood, but you also want to be like an abusive human being, you got to work DC. with DC. Yeah, that's how it has. That's what it is so far. Oh, please don't let Henry Cavill be that. I love Superman. All we've learned from Henry Cavill is that he's very difficult when you question what he believes is right for the film or movie or for the for the um. Yeah, I don't, show. Ca- I don't care. That's about it. Any of that. Like everyone's like- super super hyped for his Warhammer series because they know that he's going to be a butthole to deal with whenever you're like, no, this this doesn't look very good. He's like, it's lore accurate. It stays. You don't have a choice. Hear, hear me out here. It's my show. Hear, hear me out here. I just like him because I have a thing for the, like. I know he's English. I do. But it's like that. I liked him as Superman, that all American guy look. The, I mean, you like the all American yeah, guy. Yeah, that's, that, that's why I'm hanging out with you. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, the hairy, burly man with the super clean cut hair. But mm-hmm. you like my beard, which yeah. is not necessarily American. Mm-hmm. All Americans like the 1950s, yeah. 60s were got clean shaven. I really sure. I had a short enough beard for it to count, guys. We're still mm-hmm. in. Don't worry. We're still, we still got this. Still, I, I like that. Like, I like Captain America for the same reason. Yeah. Again, another super huge icon representing the United States. I'm sure a lot of people outside this country just see us all as wannabe Captain Americas or wannabe Supermans. Hmm, I got distracted thinking about Captain America. What? Thanks. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> no, welcome to the Bear Fiorda show, not, guys. It's not featuring my girlfriend. <laughs> She's just here to look at me <laughs> and think of Henry Cavill. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. Hear me out, though. Girls usually don't give a shit about Warhammer. You have Henry Cavill explain it; they're interested. Yeah, that's just it. It's gonna get. It's gonna have a huge female base. Uh, now, this is. I'm not trying to discredit women that love Warhammer. There are plenty of you out there, and God bless you. Thank you for doing it. You show support to what we enjoy as men too. Um, but yeah, I'm sure a lot of women support you. They just enjoy it. No, what I'm saying is, I think it's great. So D and D, the D and D movie was. Oh, awesome. that was kick ass. That, that was so good. The first one was so horrible. That was yes, it was. The first one was just awful. <laughs> I hear that as well about the Mario Super Mario movie. That the first one wasn't good, and the second oh, one is like. Basama said they were drunk the whole time. <laughs> That's not what you want to hear when you're making a movie that you need to make money off of. Anyway, Jack Black, I heard killed it. Like he he was the inadvertent star of the movie. Really? Yeah, he's got. Who's, who's he playing? Jack Black's Bowser in that movie. I really want to see it just to see him in it. You know what I mean? Like that's the. He did such a great job, and he's. It was his character. He made it his own. We didn't get like a Bowser that we would have expected as gamers. We got a Jack Black Bowser, and we couldn't have asked for more. It was fantastic. You can make a whole movie just by him being Bowser on a daily basis. I don't know. I really, I really enjoyed Jack Black in uh, History of the World. Yeah, he was a part of that. You're right. History of the World Part Two did a great job in that as well. Is I he was so obscure for a long time. Like we didn't hear from Jack Black for years. He got on TikTok, blew up because everyone's like, "It's fucking Jack Black. He's back." And now he's got like tens of millions of followers. He's got hundred. I think he's got a billion views already on the platform. He is. But they did after Tenacious D, the film. Yeah. He actually got a lot of backlash. Lex, do you want to fix that camera? 
Sorry, in the so back. We, we, we have a live stream going. We just going lost one well. of them, apparently. All right. Um. So I'm I'm looking at it, and uh, we've got one of the cameras went down. But Jack Black being a legend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he got in a bunch of trouble for for tenacious D. I'm kind of surprised by that. What Why? came out? What came out sooner? What came out closer to our time currently? Tenacious D or like School Rock? Tenacious D. Tenacious D. It was okay. his last major one. Oh. So School of Rock was very mainstream. Tenacious D was indie and done kind of by him. Got it. Also named after his band. Yes. <laughs> so that made a huge difference. We have about four minutes left to show, guys. Uh, we are going to find out what happened to our cage fighter today. Yes, absolutely, and uh, get back to everyone on that. And hopefully, we have him on. Like I said earlier, soon. I as we know. Can. I'm looking at the that. There are no here. issues. I know. So. I'm looking at the text messages. I'm like, I'm telling you, it's because we insulted Scientology. No, he's not a Scientologist. I know. I know. But hear me out. Scientology sucks. Sue me Scientology. Um, Make sure you guys are following us at TuneInBTS. Tell us which one of us you like better if you want to win a a free ATV ride. Yes. And And it's me. I hate you so much sometimes. (laughs) You can't deny it. I am the star of the show. My name is on the show. For now. (gasps) (laughs) For now. It's it's the most contentious breakup in history. Who gets the show? They're going to put my name on the show and I'm just out of the house. I start live streaming from like the parking (laughs) lots and whatnot. What happened? I'm in trouble. trouble. Uh, I do want to give, yeah, but I want to give a quick shout out. We've got some amazing sponsors. If you want to come see Bear or, you know, me, apparently. Um, we are going to be at, we're going to be in San Diego tomorrow. We're going to be in San Diego at the Fantasia, uh, event. Basically it's another, it's a smaller comic con. It does like, it just focuses a lot on anime as well. So you guys are into animation series and whatnot. You have a great time there. You can also find us at Phoenix fan fusion, formerly Phoenix comic con, but now their own thing. They've revamped. They made it better. They have a lot they more got people sued now. By um, apparently they got sued by comic con. <laughs> oh, well. But hey, they're still doing it out there. Same place as usual. It's kick ass. You can't bring any weapons. For God's sake, stop bringing your knives. You oh, yeah. That was fucking after the edge lords. Tried No to. one wants you to do it. <laughs> That's when the, the Deadpools tried to kidnap. Uh, What's his name? Uh, Tim Curry. Tim Curry. Yeah. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Great. God rest his soul. That He did not oh, he need passed. that shit. Yeah, he did. Damn. Oh, I, really did, I just learned that right now. He is a really cool dude. Well, but yeah, I, he did. Never... And the last major he event did event he did was Phoenix Fan Fusion, where a bunch of Deadpools tried to kidnap him. Well, that's great. Good on y'all. Really? No. <laughs> Guys, make sure you are following us. Bear, I'll let you close out the show. Is there anything you want to say to everyone out there? Follow me at Bear Fjorda everywhere. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. It doesn't matter. At Bear Fjorda. Follow me. Don't follow Summer. Follow me. I'm better. You'll enjoy my stuff more. No, I'm kidding. Follow her too. And the show at TuneIn BTS on all social media so platforms. Not like do, do an a- ASMR into the microphone. Like, ha, follow me. Fuck bitches and get cauliflower ear. <laughs> no, that, that's, that's no, that's no. Do the do the opposite of the second one. And if you call them that, you don't deserve to have sex in your life. If you consider women anything other than another human being, you are not ready to have sex. You're still a child. There's my inspirational quote for y'all. Learn it, <laughs> live it, and enjoy your life. Oh my god, we need to make sure this show never gets re-aired. That is going to kill your brand. I'm Summer Helene. This was behind the scenes. Thank you to my co-host, Bear Fiora. We'll see you next week. Good night. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.